Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your romantically ready rhino. Because it's about to be Valentine's Day. I figured. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm actually doing pretty well. Actually, I'm lying. I'm stressed the fuck out. Uh, thank you for being honest. Excuse me, can you stop doing that? You're making a whole bunch of noise. Sorry. Since you always want to jump down my throat when my phone vibrates. You got you crinkling. That's because your phone bootleg vi- gummy lifesavers. That's not. What do you mean bootleg? First of all, I don't do bootleg gummy lifesavers. They oh, don't make bootleg gummy lifesavers. They make bootleg everything. All right. Well, you found me some bootleg gummy lifesavers. Gladly. Yeah. So back to me. Stress. This is a busy time. I feel like I talked about it last week. Probably. But, but now it's like part two. Like <laughs> this shit is just stressful. Well, I mean, I think. It, it is a stressful time, but I think you're doing an amazing job, and you're trying your best, and you're, and it's, it's being demonstrated in how the type of feedback that you're getting about the work that you're doing. But I think it's because you're also doing more than what you're going above and beyond. Like you're doing more than just what your job job description asks. I for. mean, that's all I know. I don't even know how to go above and beyond. But oh my gosh, wait to toot your own horn. No, I'm 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 not saying it to be like boastful or anything like that. I I really I'm. I'm all or none. So it's either I'm going to do it 100% or I'm not going to do it at all. But if I can help somebody, I know how to do it. Yeah, it's easy. I agree. It's I can, just I can, I can. the demand and what's being asked versus what's needed versus it's just a lot. So, yeah. yes, I'm very stressed. I've, I'm working 12 plus hour days and now that I'm salaried. Don't exempt, mean shit. Don't mean nothing. Welcome to the dark side. But I'm not going to complain like my wife does. Oh, my God. I'm I so, mean, I don't. I'm so tired. Okay, but I complain about being tired. I don't necessarily complain as much about being stressed anymore because I don't have as much on my plate. And um, what I also say is this, is that answer this question. Are you miserable like you used to be? Miserable in what way? Like, do you hate your job? Oh, no. So then... I mean, I, I love the, the, the added responsibility, but I'm always going to tell people, be careful what you ask for. Because mm-hmm. you asked for this shit, and now that you, you got it. it, it's like God damn. And I think that just goes to show though that any job is going to that every job is going to have some type of stress. Like it's not going to no, be perfect. No, definitely. I mean, I, I just think it depends on what the job is and everything else. But I'm just saying, it's just like whoa. Like busy season for us used to be like okay, you have mandatory overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. From this day to this date. But being a manager is like, mm-hmm. you know. I know I have something done. And while I can be like, I'll get to it tomorrow, some shit is pressing. So it's kind of like, it's either I do it now or it doesn't get done. And if it doesn't get done, then it comes back negatively against me. And I'm, you know, my name is my name. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marlo. The Wire. Okay. Okay. you watched that so many times. and I've watched it in a while, but I, I am. Yeah, that means, that means that, seasons. You're doing good. That means seasons two... And definitely four are going to be in rotation soon. The um, the docs and the school when when you know they introduce like Naaman and and Mike and and uh, Randy and all of them. Those are like your two favorite seasons. Oh, season four. Season four is definitely my favorite. Season four and five. The school system and what the journalism one. Yeah, I think I actually like I low key like the journal the 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 journalism one when uh what's his name was lying like shit. Um, the reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I think they did a great job. I wish killer. they would bring it back. 
I don't want to re- reboot it. Sometimes you just gotta leave no, it. No, you wouldn't reboot it. You would create it going from the, the where it left off. Yeah, because everyone changed. Michael yeah. became the new Omar. Mm-hmm. Um, is that is Michael? What's his name? Is, is his name Michael K. Williams? No, am I making that up? Michael K. Williams is Omar. Omar. Is that still like your favorite actor? Or one of your favorites? My favorite actor. Is Omar one of my favorite characters? Probably. Mm -hmm. I thought he just did an amazing job playing Omar. Mm -hmm. But Omar, the only negative, and I would say, is that they didn't get Baltimore accents until season four. Until Snoop came around. Yeah, that's when, like, Omar's supposed to be a Baltimore, yo. And you can hear the New York in him, like, you're not a Baltimore, yo. Probably is. Snoop was the embodiment of a Baltimore. Oh, because she's from Baltimore. Yeah. So she she truly spoke Baltimore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So now, like, the since I've been in here thing. for so long, I can, like, when I'm watching, I'm like, Stringer Bell ain't speaking Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, Boxdale ain't speaking Baltimore. Marlo. Marlo didn't speak Baltimore. Prop Joe did not speak I mean, Prop Joe a little he bit. He was kind of like country, but it wasn't Baltimore. But Baltimore, it does sound like... Slim oh, Charles had kinda, D.C. You could so, hear the D.C. Yeah. when he was talking. But it's like... Nah, Baltimore got its own dialect. Yeah. It, has you know a, I mean? it definitely the has a... The and the news and... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. But... Definitely one of my favorite shows, though. So. What a great kickoff to a Valentine's episode, talking about The Wire. But... Um, if this is your first time listening to yes. Lover's Quarrel, welcome to, welcome. Another, welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. <laughs> if it's your second time listening to Lover's Quarrel, welcome back. If it's your third time, you are a lover. And as Danielle calls you, I don't, I don't know what she calls I you, but I'm family. calling you a lover. Okay. So, you know, we can kick this thing off. This is episode 99. Yes, yes, yes. So, Drum roll. It's crazy to think that we are almost 100 episodes in and... To think after a failed first attempt attempt at a podcast and and then a reboot and then we our trials and tribulations even doing this one. Yeah, so you know. Well, I can't wait for us to get to episode one hundred. I think one hundred is gonna be special. We gotta do something different. Okay. So I don't know how we're gonna we'll figure it out. We'll marinate on it. Um so wait, this is episode will be released on valentine's day february 14th um, which is a friday of course but also this is february so it means it's black history month and tj and i decided to okay excuse me tj had the idea thank you all right um, yeah i wish i could see my face because i came up with this dope idea and danny want to say meet danny tj and danny danny and i you know what tj and i came up go ahead okay my fault And I want you to know he's sitting here color coordinating his fake gummy bears. They're not fake. They are, first off, they are lifesavers. Okay. (laughs) You're not going to disrespect me. You got got it. You're an asshole. (laughs) So we we both have a black history fact that we want to share, kind of like on this day in black history. Um, Yes. That we're going to share out. So for February 14th, would you like to go first, my good sir, since this was your idea? Um, I should. I, I mean, I, I, find I know what it is because you told me I couldn't steal it. Yeah, I know. But I wanted to be able to remember what it was. Yes. So on February 14th in 
1867. Mm-hmm. The Great Morehouse College was founded. Wonderful. Uh, so, known uh, home to many a astute and uh, educated black man. Yep. So, shout out to all the Morehouse men out there. And my fact is that on this day, February 14th in 1817, abolitionist and author Frederick Douglass was born. So I kind of went with that one because I went, to, went to FDA. I went to Frederick Douglass Academy and without struggle, there is no progress. Um, and my, though that school helped, was very uh, instrumental in my formative years. I mean, if we're going to talk about schools, you know, I went to the great A. Philip Randolph. What is the A in A. Philip? Asa. Asa. Yes, Asa Philip Randolph. Oh, I'm glad you remember. Mm. I didn't know. I was genuinely curious. No, you, you try to play me, though. He's a civil rights activist, mm-hmm. socialist, politician. Politician. Mm. Politician. politician. <laughs> mm-hmm. I speak your language. Well, that was our little brief fact uh, in and moment in black history on this day. So uh, You came with it mad early. We were supposed to go in the elevator first and then go on to it. Well, I mean, great. I sent you the outline and I proposed that we go there. So You know that I'm busy, so you know I didn't even have it. I, I, I literally just told you. Well, in that case, you're going to roll with what I put. You're right. My fault. Exactly. You're going to talk to me any type of way. I'm going to talk to you any type of way. Obviously. Because that's what you respond to. Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I don't. wish I could see TJ right now. He's like color coordinating these orange and green lifesaver gummies. And I use that term loosely. They are lifesavers. So, um, I'm going to post a fucking picture of my <laughs> lifesavers because you are acting like. Because now it's funny to me. Because you're an asshole. I mean, sometimes. All the time. So, um, but I just, you know, I'm just laughing at how he keeps like, he's like, keep putting all the greens together and putting all the oranges together. Then he's like. Stacking them every other color. I'm gonna take a picture of this so that way I can post it. Okay. For when this episode drops. Um. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump on our elevator. Are you ready for that? Yes. All right. The little footsteps you're hearing is Miss Tatum. Hey Tatum, come here. Hey Mama. Come here. Sorry. You want to say hi? And then you can go back to playing with your toys. Go ahead. Hey, hey, hey world. Hi, world. She got so excited. She loves talking to the microphone. Go ahead. Hi, world. What else you want to tell them? Um, I want to say... <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's Peppa Pig says. What does Peppa Pig say? <laughs> Who's your best friend? Um, Peppa. Who else is your best friend? Mommy. Oh, snap. I'm not your best friend no more? Yes. Nah, you gotta get out of here. I'm kicking you off of my show. What is that? It's a lifesaver. It's a gummy. You want one? Yes. All right. You gotta go in the other room and be quiet. Okay, so now that baby girl has uh, made her cameo appearance, let's go ahead and jump on our elevator. So... Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? You can go first. Women first. Okay. So I am going up and going down. And they're actually, it's two-thirds of this elevator are tied together. And then the last part is just a, a another component of what's going on in my world. So, um, and I kind of went back and forth about whether or not I was going to share this, but I feel confident about it. And um, I... 
I felt a shift this year um, with professionally as far as like trying to figure out what lies ahead for me and being the millennial that I am. I can't necessarily stay in the same exact role forever and ever. Amen. So your girl, you know, when the new year came around, I threw my hat in the ring for some positions that are still in education, still in Baltimore, um, Baltimore City. Um, and I'm happy to report that I got offered a new job. Hey. And one step to being a stay-at-home dad. Whatever. I mean, it is a little bit more money. One um, step to being a stay-at-home dad. It is, you know, a new role and opportunity. And I'll get more into like what it is like once I kind of like start and have a better, you know, uh, context of what I'll be doing. Because um, I mean, I know what I'll be doing, but when I can really kind of speak to it with a little bit more with like, some experience, but. I am excited and I'm happy because, you know, I had a mind when I was sick at the beginning of the year. I was laying there and I was just like, you know, I just want to do something else. Like, I still want to be of service to black and brown children in Baltimore City and also be a voice for teachers. But I want to do it in a different light. And, you know, this first quarter of like we're only in February and so much of like two huge things that were on my manifestation list has already come to fruition between the house and now this new job and I'm like humbled and grateful and of course like nervous and excited but um yeah I'm just like I'm happy to report that but the reason why I'm going down is because um while it seems like the people I interview with everybody really wanted me they wanted me so much or to, or to someone to really start with this job is that it means that I'm probably going to have to leave before the school year is out. And that part is, you know, and TJ shakes his head sometimes at me, but that part is killing me. I was actually me. shaking my head at something different, uh, but I do shake my head at, at that. Yes, and it it's just, it's killing me because... You can the, turn down a position. The one thing, stop. The one thing, like, the one thing that I wanted to do with, like, me putting myself out there for these different opportunities or career paths or turns was that I wanted to finish the year with my kids. And it's seeming like that may not be uh, a feasible option, a, a, a reality for me. And I would be lying if I didn't say I am really like, you know, concerned about how some of my kids will take it. Like some will be okay. Some will be like capitalized on the fact that like there's going to be somebody new and they get to think they're going to get over on them. But then, like, I feel like some of my kids, and I know me, like, I'm going to be, like, heartbroken leaving them, especially some of my eighth graders, because I wanted them to, I wanted to see them to the end. It doesn't mean, like, I'm not going to come back for their, like, closing ceremony or visit them or whatever, keep up with them, because I have a lot of their numbers. But it's just, like, I wanted to just see them to the end, and I'm really, 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 really concerned that they, you know, I don't want them thinking that I'm, like, trying to abandon them or anything like that. And I think they'll get it, and I'm going to pull some of them, like, to the side and, and talk to them about it and like in more in depth and I'm going to obviously keep up with them but that part is like is is killing me like I get like kind of emotional when I think about it but I'm not going to also I'm also not going to let that stop me from growing in my profession and my purpose and my path and moving on to new challenges and things like that um one thing I'll be going back to is I'm going back to like a 12 month employee, so I'll be working year round. And no I'll have, summer's all for you. Yeah, and I'll have like newer, different, um, uh, you know, schedules as far as like vacation stuff like that. But I get vacation days now, so that's cool. Um, but that that's pretty much it. And the only other thing I was saying I was kind of going down on was that in the fact that we do have this house that we're getting, 
we I have I have not done enough to prepare to be moving for someone that's supposed to be moving soon and um like well neither of us have but I I definitely know that how you gonna throw me into your shit okay I apologize excuse me thank you but neither of us have and but I, I'm acknowledging you know? I've been packing all along because I live here with you I know you haven't done you've done just as much as me I've actually done more Okay, sure. Anyway. So, so yeah. So, like, getting move ready. If you guys, if you're listening and you have, like, tips for, like, making that transition to moving because this is, like, the first time that I feel like we're moving and we have a lot of shit and, like, I need to figure out how to purge stuff, but then also what to bring and, like, packing. It was, all this shit is fuck. It fucking blows. It sucks dick, honestly. And getting move ready is just stressful and annoying. And that part, I am desperately in need of like help and tips for so i'm gonna keep doing my googles on that but if you guys have tips for how to move and how you keep your sanity while doing it and getting motivated please share them in the comments or email us or whatever but i know that was a little bit of a lengthier elevator for me we were going all the way up to the penthouse so that's why we had plenty of time exactly but i appreciate you welcome listening. to my world listen i have a lot of feelings nigga. <laughs> and i'm sharing them this is I'm something very important you. to me and it very is. personal to me and i can't joke you can joke, right, but my kids really fucking matter to me. Okay, so you could not take it. I can't stand you. That could be the quarrel. It's not a quarrel. I said it can be a quarrel, but I'm going to go up. Going up. Thanks, love. Uh, and mine's have to do with just friends. Um, I have some really dope friends in my life that when I was going through things, I was able to reach out to even my wife too. Oh, thank wife, you! I get included. My wife is my friend, um, and uh, as I've been stressing, first off, Danny sent me custom M and M's for Valentine's Day, and did mm-hmm. I say it right? Yes. Valentine's, yes, Valentine with an N, like Nancy. Not Valent- M, yeah, like I was Mary. saying S. Valentine Day. Um, no, Valentine's Day. You said like you said with an N. Yeah, I thought you were saying like Valentine versus Valentines because Valentines. Okay, yeah, Valentines. Yeah, saying Valentines. And Got you. That's wrong. No, that, I didn't say times. But I, anyway, I know. She sent me something for Valentine's Day, and that was like super sweet. But it's also like the fuck because now now I got to get her something. <laughs> you know, so now it's like it's not even the same. Not saying I don't want to get her nothing. I don't mind getting her nothing at all. But you know, it was just like I wasn't expecting that. So that was dope. You feel like I put you on the spot. No, I, it's kind of like, I feel like you did that like two years ago. You got me an edible arrangement for Valentine's Day and I didn't get you shit. But it's I didn't okay. think we were celebrating. No, it, I understand it's okay. I, it, it, but it's still the human in me is like, damn. But you've sent me flowers before. I have, but the guy always gets the woman something and stuff like that. So to me, it was just like. Well, we're breaking gender norms over okay. here. Okay. And then, you know, uh, my friend's. You know, I had questions just about work and, you know, balancing this new job and how do they get shit done? And they were able to answer it. And then my guys, Rock, Rome and JB, I was asking like pod, quest, pod, quest, pod quests, podcast Cast questions. questions. I can't Say that spell. five times fast. I can't, I can't, spell. I can't, spell. I can't <laughs> read. I can't, I can't do nothing right now. Anyway, but it it's just okay. made me reflect like it's good to have like good relationships and it's it's good to know that you have people that you can be vulnerable with and not yeah. feel judged. You and have shit good like circles that. of friends, but that's because you are a good man and you're a good friend too. I'll ask. 
do that next time we arguing. I mean, I do feel like you're a good man and that you're a good friend. Sometimes you're an asshole, but, I mean, nobody's perfect. Respect. So with that, I yield. Well, thank you. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into our relationship tip of the week. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. How's that sound? That's good. So my relationship tip is pretty simple, but of course, you know, I'll explain it maybe more than with more words than I probably need to. But my relationship tip of the week is to love someone when they're not even watching. Explain. Um. How can you love me when I'm not watching? I guess it's just like the things that you say and do when I guess like the other person isn't paying attention, you know, Um, because sometimes we feel like we have to demonstrate or be very like intentional with our um, very like she's explicit, very explicit with our affection or with how we show we love we, we love a person. Like we have to, they have we have to be seen saying, heard saying something, or seen doing something, or physically do give something something. But sometimes it's like when you least expect it, the person is um, demonstrating their love. So the example I'll give is the other night uh, I was asleep and Tatum. I guess at some point climbed in the bed with me and TJ hadn't come upstairs yet and I was kind of like in and out of sleep but I felt you give me a kiss while I was like fading and I I think you gave Tatum a kiss too and I just thought that that was like really sweet because to me it's like you're showing me affection even if I can't reciprocate it you're showing that you love me even though I can't acknowledge it and Showing someone that you love them, even when you like when you quote unquote aren't watching, I feel like is just as important because it's a moment where you can know and feel that that person cares about you, even when they know that they're not getting anything in return in in that moment. So that's kind of where it stems from, and what I mean by that. So I felt the kiss, even though I was like right about to like dip off into sleep, but got you. I appreciated it nonetheless. It's a beautiful tip. That means I win. So <laughs> I said it was beautiful? Sure. I'll take my W's where I get them. And my good sir, what is your relationship tip for the week? So my tip is listen. It's real simple. Like always. I mean, if, if it, you know, I don't got to do all these long, drawn out stuff. It's just listen. Mm-hmm. And I use that because... This week, I called you, and I'm like, yo, I'm stressed. I'm having anxiety attacks. They're not, like, real anxiety attacks, but they were, like, many, like... You're anxious. Yeah, very anxious, and she was just like, you know, how can I help you? Like, you were listening, but then you also were coming with, like, solutions, and I think that's the most important thing, that sometimes we forget to just listen mm-hmm. to what people are going through mm-hmm. um, and, and what's going on, and for me, that was just... It meant more to me than you probably would even know, if that makes sense. Well, you're welcome. So, I win. No. You gave me that, oh, you're welcome. That was like the, oh, sweet. It was sweet. Exactly. And I'm glad to be of assistance to you because I really, I, I really feel like you're doing important work and I feel like you're making a difference at your job. And I know that it's really stressful. And I know that like part of it is like you... You kind of you got what you asked for you know you, it's your job is not monotonous and you're, you're you know you're interacting with people but it's just something different every day you get to travel you 
you know, you're managing people, so you're getting these, you're, you're flexing these muscles and skills that... Okay, nice you, little humble flex right there, a little humble brag. But you're doing all of these things that you wanted to do, and you're accomplishing them. And yes, stress is going to, is a part of it, but what I also know is that, like, and I, I just, I, I want, I, it's my goal to help you listen. I mean, to listen to you, to hear, to let you vent, and to let you kind of talk through things, or to but sometimes I think give that's... you feedback. But also, too, to, like, remind you that you have come so far from like the misery that you were in and that's and it's that's oh, important too and to remember and to remember that no I, I no i agree with that but that's why i said i think it's important to listen because and 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 that can also as always i try to make my my goals to be I mean my goals my relationship tips to be something that could be used in a relationship but can also be used with like your parents mm-hmm. your your siblings your 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 friends like you just need to listen to people sometimes you know they always say check on your strong friends and i feel like i'm strong for a lot of people and i i feel like because of that not a lot of people will be like hey let me check on tj and see how he's doing mm-hmm. cuz last week i was fucked up just mentally, mentally, the, the the work week fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're talking to somebody and they're actually listening and they're like, you know, because you because you could have been like, well, you could have done what I would have probably said at that time. Which again, you know what? I will concede this week. You oh. win. Oh, you win. You you inspired this. So what were you gonna say? Because I Finish feel like thought, so it's on wax. Even earlier, when I was like joking with you, and I was like, "Well, you can quit," and like, you know what I mean. And I know you know I'm joking, but maybe doing that could affect you. It can. I know in, you're joking, but in, it can inadvertently, be and yeah. that's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying. So I think it was the other way around. If you was like, "I'm stressed, I'm fucked up," depending on what it was, I may have been like, "What well, is what you asked for?" Mm-hmm. So I'm or saying, like, well, or, or or quit then, and then yeah, I've, I've definitely said that before. So again. I learned from you. You win. Thank you. You can count this one for the books. Danny got a W. Yeah. Finally. Not finally, nigga. Definitely finally. It's such. Ugh, this is this is why. And, and but here, I love you. Thank you. I love you too, nigga. Um. Okay. So speaking of W's and wins and losses, now TJ is going to try to stump me. I mean, I don't. I don't try to stump you though. That's not like my goal in life. I just want to get you, some. You just want to learn yeah. new words. And then if, if I get a W, you know what I mean? That's just. In the process. Yeah, exactly. Got it, got it. By word of the week. I hope I pronounce this right. Columny. Okay. Use the noun columny to characterize verbal attacks that are meant to destroy reputations or friendships. You've probably seen political ads during election time that rely on columny to move voters. Columny. columny. Hmm. Columny. Columny. I'm trying to make sure I find Yeah, here it goes. Make sure it's pronounced right, because... Calumny. Calumny. So I was saying column. Calumny. Calumny. Okay. Oh, I've actually not heard this word before. Hey. So, column, Calumny. Is there an H in there? Is it like a CH? Is it an A? Is it an O? Is it a B? Is it a C? Column. I'm only sure it ends in NY. But Callum. Okay. I know I'm going to get this one wrong, so whatever. Um, 
C-A-L-U-M-N-Y. That sounds, that doesn't even sound like it's a word. Say it again. C-A-L-U-M-N-Y, calumny. Correct. I spelled it right? Mm -hmm. Holy shit, I really did not know that word. I thought I got you. Shout out the to streak continues. Shout out to breaking it down. Phonics, my nigga. Yeah, you know I was on. I was hooked on phonics. You, you actually used hooked on phonics mm-hmm. when I was younger. Like the ones you ordered off the TV. Hmm. My mother had it for us. Oh, that's that's cute. I guess. I like. I've only known it to be used to like insult people, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nigga, you on for hooked on phonics, but I remember the commercial. Both at the same spot, so it doesn't matter. We are well. You, I mean, <laughs> if we use your words against that you use all the time, is that I'm the breadwinner. You are the breadwinner. So in the eyes of the world, I'm I'm better than you. <laughs> mm. I'm more important than you. I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I know it's not true. No, but how no, much money? You there, make there's it? a lot of people who believe that because you can have all you have all the money in the world, and not know how to spend it or do nothing. I've seen people who don't make shit, but are able to spend what they don't make. Mm-hmm. To have a livable life, and then I've seen people who got buku bucks, and Can't they don't have shit to their name. So, yeah. But on that note, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna have a message from our sponsor, Gain Sports Gear, and then we'll come back to the show. All right. Hey, friend! It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to GainesSportsGear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. Hey, Danny. Yeah. Are you going to embrace the process? Sure am. Do you and know how to embrace the process? Yes. I'm how gonna how take, do you embrace the process? I'm going to take myself to Gaines. That's G-A-I-N-Z sportsgear.com. And I am going to enter the code LOVERS10 to have 10% off my first purchase. So. I guess you do not embrace the process. Very well. And okay. now, back to the show. Let's do it. All right, and we are back. And yes, yes, y'all. Now it is time for us. Well, actually, um, we wanted to take a moment to revisit um, the. Now, don't say we. You wanted to. Okay, well, I wanted to revisit and follow up on the Kobe Gale. Fuck Gale. Con- <sighs> Let's be mature. Let's be civilized. I am being mature. I am um, being civilized. Why can't I say fuck Gale? Because people. Okay, let's just revisit this. So, uh, since last week's episode, um, Snoop Dogg, who was some, one of the biggest uh, uh, agents against um, the interview and the questions that Gail King asked Lisa Leslie, and he called her out of her name, has since then come forward and apologized for his um, choice of words in addressing. Uh, Gail King, and essentially, when I listened to the interview, I mean, listened to the apology, he, you know, admitted that like he was wrong and that he like shouldn't have talked to her, talk about her like that, 
even though like he was upset and like basically you know he's I think he said he like talked to his mom and stuff like that too um and so I just kind of wanted to know what you felt about that, being that he, he was on the, the he felt, wave. But. Yeah, well, he, he came back and he apologized. I mean, I, I seen that it was posted, but I didn't have enough time to, like, listen to or anything like that. But if he spoke to his mother and he felt compelled, then I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with you apologizing because you want to apologize. My issue is you apologizing because society is saying you need to apologize. So do you think that he apologized? Because of his own, off his own merit, or do you think he was like, was like PR? I mean, no, I don't think Snoop. That nigga had a had a murder case. He went to fucking award shows with as a pimp with women on on dog collars. That's a whole nother. So yeah. I don't think he gives a fuck about what other people think. I think he probably felt apologetic to me. Still fuck Gail. So Gail and Oprah, fuck both of them. So do you think that? So do you think that he was wrong for calling her out her name? Not if that's how you felt. I think he called her like a dog face, <laughs> or something like that, bitch, or something like that. So you don't think that that's? Are you saying it's wrong because he's just calling her out her name? So it's I mean, wrong do you or... feel like name calling is like a a sign of like? I mean, yeah, when you're upset, like we've all done it, we've all been called names, we've all name called, but don't you feel like name calling is kind of like? when you kind of default to that when you aren't like able to express your anger adequately Possibly. or I think that you're just I like, think it's something you use because you you're like if you're upset you you want to hurt somebody or you want someone to feel hurt or whatever or you're so angry that you can't think like you just saying fuck them isn't enough it's got to be like fuck that ugly or fuck that whatever like that mm-hmm. y- you're insulting them so would you have apologized if you were Snoop? If I did not feel like I needed to apologize, I would not. No. Okay. Like I said, I don't. I don't want it to get misconstrued that I don't think anyone should ever apologize. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with people apologizing, but it needs to be on your own will. My issue is that Gail King did what she did, and then she wanted to apologize because she was getting death threats and everything else. But she should have known what would have happened bringing up that stuff about Kobe Bryant. I think it's and I but I and I think that it's okay to apologize for upsetting others. Like if you feel bad that you've upset But you're only others, apologizing because of what happened. You're not apologizing because you really felt bad about even doing that. I think I think people can apologize for I think apo- apologies are a uh, uh, kind of a mixed bag, right? I feel like you can apologize if you like regret your actions or what you said or did. So like your the, the the apology is about what you did, and then sometimes and and sometimes this is the part where it gets kind of muddled and in, in, in gray area is when you're apologizing for how you made someone else feel or what you might what harm you might have caused them, and you it doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't mean what you said, but you can still feel bad or feel I, I want to apologize for the pain or anguish that you've inflicted upon someone else even if you were standing in your truth and so i feel like it does come down to the person if they feel that that way about it but i don't think that it's weak or i don't think that it's wrong for apologizing did to I someone say, for did i say that makes you weak or? no but i feel like i'm just saying that in general because that that is a, i feel like that's a prevailing school of thought i mean and so i feel like that i also is think that we can't it's, it's care okay to apologize for hurting other someone else's feelings i get you that I, I mean i can understand that i also feel like we can't at least i don't i don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me because they're going to take it regardless. 
within re- within reason. Yes, I agree with you on that. Everybody cares to the extent to what somebody okay. thinks, but just some so, more than others. So, what do I care that people think about me? I think you. And, can- and in what instance? I think you care. Because you may be right. I think you gonna- care about your reputation as an alpha and what people and how people perceive you as as a good a good brother and now especially like you're employed by them so i think your professional reputation you care about what people think of yeah but i think my professional reputation i would care about it regardless when i say i don't care what other people think it's like you know just personally i don't care what other people think about me that has that doesn't hold merit like if someone's like they seen tj and it was like i think he's cocky i don't give a fuck okay I think you care. Now, if you're spreading rumors about me, then yes, I, I may care about that. But everyone, anyone can have an opinion. And some people may think I'm an asshole or, or whatever. And I, I, think, I, I, think it's, I think it's okay to, I think obviously you can't live and die by what other people think about you. But I think that there are moments in time and people in your life that their opinions on the, the, the actions and the words that you take or use do matter to you and i'm not saying that you should make i don't think anyone should make any every single move or every single decision off of what other people think but we are we're as as people we are relational so there are people whose opinions are going to influence us or who we're going to take more personally because they are somebody important in our life i think you care what your mother thinks i think that you might as a grown man you're going to take what you what you will from what she thinks or what she says and and either you know have a retort or a response to that or you'll be like oh i didn't consider that and yes i think you're right but i think i think to an extent you care what i think um because we mean something to each other. I think people. I think that's the thing. It's like you people care what other people think of the people who matter to them. So you, no one, no one can say that they, no that no one ca- that they don't care what anybody thinks because everybody cares what somebody thinks. Because if you have somebody in your life that matters to you, what they think also matters to you. And it's not to say that that should dictate how you carry yourself or how you move through this world, but it's taken into consideration. And I feel like people who say that are lying, quite honestly. Well. I think for me, when I say I'm going to fuck with people think, I'm talking about people who don't know me. Do I care what my friends think about me? Of course. To a certain extent. Yeah. Everything's everything's within reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're but, not going to, like... But there's people who gonna, do like, stuff. Like, hinge. Everything does, every decision you make doesn't hinge you. on what your friends say. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm not buying clothes because I want other people to be like, oh, shit, he got on the newest whatever. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm buying shit either. because that's what I want to wear. I'm Like, I'm doing shit because that's what I want to do. And I don't give a fuck what anybody else... I, I, certain things, I just... I truly don't give a fuck what anyone else think about mm-hmm. me. I'm well, gonna yeah. I'm gonna wear the outfits I wear. I'm gonna I'm gonna act the way I'm gonna act because I don't care what you think, and, and I'm not gonna let somebody else' thoughts persuade me to change. I feel like a lot of times we do things, we do things based off of how other people interpret it, and then we'll change because we don't want people to be offended, or we'll change because they said that they didn't like it. So even though I like it, I'm not gonna do it. So. I think you can. So I think. I mean, what I will say is that I think the only person thus far in knowing you is almost sixteen years that you. Tatum. Yeah, like she's the only person right now in your life who, your actions or inaction or your words or your lack their lack of words, that the response that she has to you when you say and do things will lead you to change behaviors. I mean, because she's. I mean. Because you. Because what you say and do 
is is forming her hundred percent her entire outlook on life. Hundred percent. And and my goal as a parent is to be her best friend. My goal as a parent is to be her best parent. And, I, and that's okay. We can have two different ideas. Yeah, and I mean, but you, I mean, I'm, I'm not, and I don't think you think they like. Oh, all right, I'm gonna want you to could be her be, friend and not her father. You but could you be, could be a parent and a best friend. What I'm trying to say is, for me, I want her to feel comf- comfortable enough that she can come to her father for anything. And when I say anything, I mean anything. Mm-hmm. And I we'll feel, figure it out. I, I feel the same. I don't as want well. her to feel like she can't come to me because you're you're my dad and I'm a girl and. And we can't talk about this. Nah. You can come talk to me about anything. Yeah. And, and we'll figure... We, Me and you, baby girl, we're going to figure it out. And that's and that matters. And I think that you... But I will say that she is the, she is the only person who I've seen that you have most consistently where if you did something and, you know, you, like, just for argument's sake, like, you made a, you made a decision or you reacted to something and... It wasn't, in hindsight, you felt like that wasn't, like, the best, most shining, like, parent moment right there, dad moment, that you come back and, like, you apologize or I mean, you talk to her about it. And I, yeah. and you don't, and then you make you're, you make a note to not do that again. And, like, those things are what... Like, or not to do it in that fashion again. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. listen, but kids that's, but that's because look up you care to that what stuff. And yeah, well, yeah. 100, well, I care what she thinks, but I also want her to... I I don't want to react so so badly or on things... That she feel like she can't be herself, mm-hmm. and I also want to show her that you could do something and apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, it's important to apologize to kids. Like, yeah, they and, have feelings, and yeah, and we make. And, and she has. Mistakes. She has a lot of feelings. Yes, and she's good at expressing. And, and she will tell you, "I'm mad. I'm, I'm mad. Sad. You hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. Yes. So, so I think that's. A, I think that's a good note to leave on. Like it's. We all care what somebody thinks. It's just to some to some extent. I'll give you that. To some extent, but it's still fuck Gail. Oh my god. And Oprah, together. Okay. Well, now it is time for our quarrel, and this particular one. It kind of like I feel like it pops up every year, every couple of years on yeah, social media. Yeah, I seen media. someone posted. What we were talking about in my group chat, and they said it was on Breakfast Club. But go ahead. Yeah, thank you for acknowledging. You cut me off. Um, and the question is, who comes first? Your wife, your child's mother, if the, those two people are not one and the same, um, your mother, or your daughter in this case. Or maybe we should say child. So, again, the question is, who comes first? Who is the number one priority in your life? Your wife, your child's mother, your mother, or your child? And Why? So, what do you think? I want to hear your your opinion on this first. So, my opinion, I mean, it may vary. I mean, not that it may, but I'm going to speak from my perspective, and then I'll... So, I'm going to say, well, you put daughter. I did, but I, I kind of amended child. it. Child. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, in our relationship, it's... It's kind of 1A, 1B, I'm going to say. Like, you and Tatum are, like, both first. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I do that because I feel like, you know, in the Bible it says pretty much the parent, like, the 
the spouses should be first mm-hmm. and then everything comes after um and i know there's some men out there who's probably like yeah hell yeah you know i've seen people like you know the, the same vein of this question is like who gets fed first the child or the the parent or the, the or, or, or the spouse the spouse yeah and you know i've seen people like i should get fed first and to me it's like who gives a fuck but um so yeah us is like 1a 1b because tatum is important for both of us but we still know that we have to be important to each other mm-hmm. so that's where i will go um your mother i mean if it's your mom's i mean your mom's is up there but i i think once you get a significant other like your mom kind of drops down a little bit I agree. unless you have like some Oedip- oedipus Oedip- yeah, oedipus complex yeah. okay you better know your greek mythology shout out to me <laughs> so um well i guess this won't be much of a quarrel actually because i really you agree i i do feel like the like if i had to say like wife and child should come first because that is like like the whole point of it being like a nuclear family is like the people that are in your home right so that's your spouse and your children that's the nuclear family and then your parents like once you come out on your own your parents your aunts and uncles your cousins they all become like your extended family um like you are part of your parents nuclear family but your, your family is now your like your ch- wife and child or your husband and child children are your nuclear family so they should be the priority and then you know as far as your parents or your mother that you should obviously still hold them in high esteem and regard and show them respect but when it comes down to like the de- the day-to-day decision makings the where's our future going how are we building you're building with your spouse you're not building with your mom you're not building with your baby mother if that's if that's if you know again those two roles are two different women that take up that place and then you're doing these things for your children so even though your children matter it's what you're making this life for them and not necessarily with them if that makes sense so that's just what I that's just my take on it you know when you're single and you don't have anyone then yes your mom can be your priority so I'm gonna switch mine um in the sense that that's what works for us, but fuck this. Let's let's break the stigma of you got to pick a, a first, second, or whatever. Okay. Like, I think back in the days, yeah, it was a wife should cater to her husband and all this other stuff. But I also think back in the days, women didn't work, and a lot of shit was different. But mm-hmm. now, we have women who work more or harder than men. Mm-hmm. And we have men who still expect women to do the same things that they can't, that they grew up seeing or, you know, and shit like that. And to me, if the house is happy, it doesn't matter who comes first, second or third. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Do you think that the, the people in the house need to be on the same page about the priority? I do. For the most part. So. I mean, listen, I, technically in our roles, you make more money than I do. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like you've been more successful than I've been work-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never treated you differently or, or, or never lashed out or, or used that as a way to be like, I'm a man. You, need to, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It, it is what it is. And I've never lorded that over you. Yeah, but that works for us. I mean, there mm-hmm. may be other couples who 
the man come home and the woman's like, you bum ass nigga and all yeah. this other stuff. So I ain't yeah. cooking the fuck. I just worked this, this this job and I'm still working and your ass work retail. If you don't go make us something to eat, like, you know what I mean? Don't make me a sandwich, nigga. <laughs> you ever just, you ever told me that <laughs> I was spitting your sandwich. Oh, wow. So so much anger. Until you was mayo. So much, so aggressive. I'm just saying. You'd be, you'd be, that would uh, sh- blow to your ego, shit. I mean, I don't give a fuck what people think, so. I mean, you want to spit in my sandwich? I'm sad to, I said it jokingly, but I just think that we do have to break those those different stigmas. I mean, again, listen, there's some people out there who, who live like that. Shit, I even probably thought about that, you know? I, I, I had an idea that my wife would cook, and. I don't cook like that. Not, I don't. Not never. Shady lady, here not we go. Ne- not not never. There goes shady Sharon. No, wouldn't be that's not being shady. Wouldn't that's... be an episode of Love is Quarrel if she didn't show up. <laughs> You're really being this fuck around. <laughs> I wouldn't say that though. I feel like it. I, I feel like that happened, and, and we grew from that. And um, I had to look in the mirror and say, you know, was the things that I wanted feasible? Did it make sense? And it's not that Danny wouldn't cook. I'm very picky and. She nah. There was a, there was a stretch like right before we got married that she was cooking her ass off. Cause I didn't have shit else to do. But it was also like she would cook shit that I didn't want. Like I was just trying new shit. Peppers and and shit was delicious. That's cool. But your ass is picky, like you said. You're right. You're right. So, so it's like you gonna eat. It actually and worked out thing. better like, for us. You gonna eat what the fuck I make? I'll cook whatever I'm gonna cook, and then I'm way less picky, so I eat it. <laughs> yeah. So. So that's a that's that's a dynamic. It's just, yeah, but it, I'm 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 going through those stages just to explain that, you know, we got to stop trying to compare ourselves or following what norms were or are or what people think because again, you make more money than I do, so technically you are. Like I should be ashamed and. No. Yeah. I should be like, society right. says that a man should make more than women. I've seen it all the time. Like. A man should pay for the rent or the mortgage or whatever. Like, a woman shouldn't have to pay for that. And, yeah, back in the days when oh, it was only one person working, mm-hmm, one that income. worked. No, we got two incomes. We can split this shit. I, I mean, that I agree Forever. with. Forever. Like, I agree with that. I feel like we need to... You have to evaluate your resources. You have to evaluate your finances. And you have to evaluate what matters to you. And if that... if Like, for us, it's like... We've always been a kind of a like certain bills like the mortgage. We've always just been like, all right, fifty fifty, done. And then there's then with the other bills, it's like, okay, you take these, I'll take those, and we cover and we cover the whole of those. But then you know, it ultimately it helps keep this train, this this ride that is our life, our family going. But it works for us. It does, and that's the biggest thing. But I just wanted to put that out there because I want people to understand you don't have to go with what society says you have to do or you don't have to do the th- like don't fuck up a good thing that you have going or whatever you and your significant other has going because you're listening to what other people are saying you should be doing yeah i will say though is that as far as the question the question at hand about mother baby mother wife and child i do feel like if you have a wife or you have a spouse and i should say and you prioritize like if you if you do decide to make a to pick somebody and you pick somebody other than your wife or your other other than your wife basically and maybe or maybe your child that you might be inviting yourself to a lot of like conflict or drama because but it shouldn't even be there at least for me like 
So I'm, I'm pretty sure I stated it before, but even if, but, but, but if I didn't, when me and Danny first got together, I told her mm-hmm. the second time, because the first time, like she met my mother, but mm-hmm. this was like the second time like she was meeting all my family. Like I wanted her to be around, but I told her like straight up, like if my mother doesn't like you, it's over for you. And then she was looking at me, her 16 year old self shocked, like, but what if I didn't do anything? And looking back at it, I kind of understand. I kind of came off strong, but I seen what my mother went through with my brother and his first wife. And, you know, I learned from that, you know what I mean? So I wasn't going to have the same mistake. And, you know, my mother's like one of my best friends. So like my mother and me are very close. We probably speak every day, mm-hmm. sometimes twice a day. And, you know, she's taught me a lot of, she kind of, she, she's made, she's partly responsible for who I am today. My father too. I got to make sure I put that out there. Cause if he hears this, he's going to be like, I knew it and all this other stuff. So yes, both of my parents are, are there, but I speak to my mother more and you know, she, she gives me the real, my mother's probably the only person in the world that I can be myself with, truly. Wow. You're up there too, but it's, when I say that, I'm I'm saying like, when I'm super nasty or whatever, like the unconditional love that a parent has for their child, that this little motherfucker is being an asshole, but I still got to love him because he's my son. Mm-hmm. So like if I I could imagine if the roles were I could imagine 15 years from now that's too much hold on Tatum is two she's about to be three 15 I'll make her 18 because I'm counting to one uh-huh. and then let's say 17 years no 18 I'm trying to put her in, in the 21. future there you go sorry I had to talk it out but I was still trying to get it but. I could imagine her having my attitude mm-hmm. and me wanting to wring her neck, mm-hmm. but remembering she's my daughter and I love her and I'm going to have to accept her for whatever it is. So, do And you- that wasn't a shot at you because I know that you did that, that big wow, but if you wanted to leave, you could leave. My mother can't leave, so it's, it's definitely a difference. I mean, there is a difference between a parent-child relationship and a spouse relationship, 100%. Yeah. But, but you over there like, wow. I mean, because, you, I mean, you have to, I, I think you did a good job of clarifying what you meant. But if you had, like, said that statement and it was, like, full stop, I would have felt some type of way. Because, like, I, what I tell you all the time is that me and your mom are the two women in your life who, like, arguably love you the most unconditionally. And you're also, like, we're the ones that often, like, probably more than anybody else in this world, get your ass to kiss when you're upset with us. That's fair. And so... Um, like maybe when you do that with your mom, it doesn't lead to like an argument like it would maybe with me and you, and that might be the difference. But I think that I want to say something inappropriate. Oh my gosh! But go ahead. So I think I can understand that part, but I I feel like being yourself. I think you. I think what you what you were trying to say was like. My, my like your mother because she has that parental unconditional love that is why you feel like you can be a jerk and you'll still like not get 
well, a I'm jerk not, back. You won't get a jerk back. I'm from not her. being a jerk to be a jerk on purpose. But what I'm trying to when say you have is jerk that, moments. I'm. What I'm saying is that when I am a jerk to her, no matter what, she still loves me. Like I've, I've, I feel like I've, I've had nasty moments. My mother still unconditionally loved me. It wasn't like I need a moment. It wasn't like a whatever. It was. It was still a. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. So then, my question to you then, just for clarity's sake, is that when you're a jerk to me, what do what do you feel in response? Do you feel like I I feel like I withhold my love? No, I feel like you do. No, I feel like you still love me, but I also feel like if I ticked you off enough, you're like, I need I need a moment. Mm -hmm. Like. I feel like with my mother, there's not a moment. So that's that's what I'm saying. There's a different type of love because I'm because of that that child parent relationship. So it's like, fuck you, but you're my child, so I love you. So I'm not gonna say fuck you. Mm-hmm. Whereas your spouse will be like, fuck you, I love you, but fuck you at this moment. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I think that I think the I feel like one of the takeaways though is that to. I'll say this. I still don't think you should. I I still don't like love the idea that you said that like I can I can be my most myself around her. I just think that you mean that you can be most just you're still most yourself around me and her, but that you just don't get any you don't get the same type of energy back reciprocated back to you from her like you do from me when it, depending on how much time and energy I got to be with the shits. Sure. Here you go with sure, but. I, I, I do understand at the heart of what it is that you're trying to say. But it also means though Maybe is that I just we said as said it wrong. But go ahead. You did. But <laughs> um but we as people and I'm not because I'm not gonna just say this applies to you because I feel like that's something that is mm-hmm. very true of a lot of people when it comes to their parents and whatnot, is that we also have to make a point to not abuse yeah, yeah, that yeah. parental unconditional love because no, one thing 100%. I will say is and this is and this is why I feel like I'm not like I, I and I want y'all to know like I'm not like I'm I was probing to kind of get clarity and understanding plus I d I know how what T J started with, how it might translate and might seem like, well damn, he's like Saying that he can't be himself around Danny, which I don't feel like that's what he meant at all. No, I can but be myself fin- with you. Let me finish this point though. But the thing I, what I was trying to say was that you, one thing I, I also feel comfortable about this is because my mother in law and I have such a really good relationship, and we have our, we have our own relationship independent of TJ. And what I will say is like, I fuss TJ out about how he talks to his mother when he gets like becomes an asshole and I feel like she also will light his ass up off over me because she'll be like you know and she will defend me to him as well and I think that that is why like because she and I get each other like we we know what it is to be the women in your life and how that means that like we get the best of you but like she and I also get the worst of you yeah no I I get that and no you you get me as well I'm 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 I know, I know you're not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm but not, now I'm not you got me it... like thinking about it and clarifying. Like our relationship, we've had our ups and downs and all of that. So it's it's nothing like bad. I do feel like I can be myself with you as well because I've always said that. Like I, I'm allowed to be TJ, but I'm just saying the difference is when I'm an asshole. If, if I'm an asshole enough, and 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 you feel like enough is enough, you will be like. I need some space. I need some time. Like, or not right now. Or you'll have 
your face. Mm-hmm. Whereas my mother won't have that. Or at least I haven't seen it. She mm-hmm. will mass mass on. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. And then in that case, that's all the more reason why. And then what you do, why you need to, you always have to go back and apologize to your mother because. Yeah, well, I, I go back to apologize if I'm wrong. I go back to apologize for shit that I did when I was younger. All that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm never not going to apologize for something that I feel like I need to apologize for. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't feel, if I, if I felt like I did nothing wrong, I would not apologize. But yeah. yeah. Usually, but this kids out there. Moment, so you'd be wrong. <laughs> this kids out there who parents are crackheads. Mm-hmm. And they love their parents unconditionally. Like, so that saying that to say that, like, that unconditional love from a parent to a child, it can go through the most craziest situations, mm-hmm. and people don't don't break that. So, I got you. So yeah, so twenty twenty and beyond. Fuck social norms. You do what's best for you. And your partners and the people in your life that matter the most. Facts. I think that that's fair because, you know, different strokes for different folks. Like your favorite, one of your favorite shows. It's one of my favorite shows. Different strokes? It's not one of my favorite shows. I liked it as a child, but okay. it wasn't one of my favorite. Okay. I, I yeah, my, exactly. You made us name uh, Tatum's fish Abraham. So. And she loves calling him Abraham. <laughs> and that was his fish. But that was the one, again, it wasn't like one of my favorite shows. It was a good show, though. Okay. Like Golden Girls, that's a favorite show of yours. It is a that favorite show. It, you are a fucking lie. Don't disrespect Sophia, Dorothy Blanche, and um, Dorothy Rose. Blanche? Blanche? Her name is Dorothy Blanche? No, I said Sophia, Dorothy Blanche, and Rose. Like That's four, the four, four, the four. I thought the Golden Oh, shit, it is four women. I thought it was three. Well, I think that's and on that note, cute. <laughs> this show will be over. As always, you can follow us on Social IG. At Lover's Quarrel Show. Twitter. At Lover's Quarrel 7. You can send an email at Lover's Quarrel Show at gmail.com. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, tag, all that jazz. And, and as always, I'm your girl, Danny. I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. We fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye.